Welcome to Park Chatter, the podcast that brings you the latest news and insights on all things Disney theme parks and resorts with your hosts, Matt and Katie. Whether you're a diehard fan or just looking for some insider knowledge, they've got you covered. From the latest ride openings and food festivals to trip planning and advice, they're your ultimate guide to all things Disney. So sit back, relax, and let's chat on Park Chatter. Well, we are finally back. I am Matt. I'm with my co-host, Katie. Katie, welcome to the new podcast, Park Chatter. What's going on? Oh my God. I am just so thrilled to be back. I really do enjoy podcasting. So I'm glad that we were able to kind of come up with something new. Love the name Park Chatter. I think we're going to chat a whole bunch about Disney stuff and... It's just, it's so good to be talking to you again. It's it's awesome. I mean, we'll, we'll te- we've been texting each other back and forth almost every day since the other podcast ended, but like, this is nice. An actual conversation. <laughs> it feels back to normal again. I love it. I know. Back to normal. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I already did, uh, you know, a previous short podcast, you know, updating everyone on what's going on with, uh, with Park Snacker. Uh, rest in peace. Unfortunately, if you want to know what happened. Just listen to that episode, and you know, because and you know, I explained it more there, so I'm not diving into it into it today. But yeah, we have the new name, Park Chatters, courtesy of our good friend CJ. Uh, she, um, I forget what happened. Oh yeah, I told you know, I said I'd be you know updating the podcast, and she was like shooting out names to me, and this was like the second one she mentioned. And I'm like, oh, I actually, like really like that. So, I'm, I love it. Yeah, I'm terrible with coming up with like names for things, so I was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm down. I like it." So, yeah, we yeah. love you, CJ. Yeah, uh, and we have a brand new intro. What do you th- What do you think of that intro? I loved it. It's so whimsical and fun. Sit back, relax, and let's chat. I just love it. I, I just love it. It's so cute. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to um, April Genadiva for putting that together. Uh, you know, I I don't know if you ever heard of the website Fiverr at all Mm -mm. so fiverr is like just like a website where you can go you know this is not sponsored but you can go and like all different kinds of artists on there graphic designers copywriters voiceover artists anyone is just like selling their services for like a pretty you know pretty cheap price um and if you just need something done like if you know say i need a new logo someone wanted to do a logo for the podcast they could build one but i went on fiverr looked for like different voiceover artists and she has like this great Scottish accent. I'm like, oh, I love it. I, you know, and I, I wanted like, like you said, whimsical. I wanted like a, an energetic, like fun, uh, whimsical, uh, fairy tale like intro um, that could, you know, just get this podcast going. So I thought, I thought it was like perfect. So, uh, yeah, shout out to April again for for doing the voiceover for the new intro. So hopefully you guys enjoy it as well out there. Um, but man, yeah, Katie, what's, you know, what's been going on with, with you? What's, what's up? You know, um, not a whole lot in everything all at once, right? Um, <laughs> they're staying very busy with work. Um, I mean, it's always something new every single day, which keeps me on my toes, but I love it. Um, and now I'm officially under the six month mark out from my wedding, yeah. So that's terrifying. <laughs> I was doing I was doing really great when I was like seven, eight months out. Um, then all of a sudden I hit the six month mark and I was like, oh my God, okay, I probably need to get going on something. <laughs> so been diving headfirst into all kinds of wedding planning and things, um, but very excited about that. Excited for summer to be starting. We're starting our lake weekends um, every, you know, couple weekends out of the each month. We usually go up to Lake Erie and hang out, which is a nice little break from reality. Um, so yeah, just... Lots going on, but all good things. What about you? How is life as a dad of two? Well, you know, life is great. You know, I, it, it's tough. You know, I'm not, you know, I can't lie there, but like, it's, it's awesome. Just seeing the two of them together, you know, Cora's over two now. Uh, Maeve is just over two months. Um, and yeah, it's, it's been a whirlwind. It's been a crazy two months on this hiatus. It's, it's challenging, but so rewarding. Um, and you know loving you know loving every minute of it you know it's long days um but it's yeah it's fun yeah other you know it, other than that um 
just you know just catching up on some other things uh you know i think i told you a while ago i'm trying to become an italian citizen so i've been you know doing my more research on on that and collecting documents uh you know through like you know through your um ancestry you know if you qualify for it you know all you have to do is provide the certain documentation and become an italian citizen which is part of the european union so that means you could work and travel uh you know to the european union countries um more easily so wow that's um, awesome yeah that's just like something fun i've been doing besides like um parenting so <laughs> <laughs> yeah i had you know i had a real i was i, I my great-grandmother died in 1920s but so it's been really hard to like find information on her i finally hunted down some documents and i like it was like a breakthrough it like it was like it was like a detective trying to have like a breakthrough in like a murder mystery it like it happened i'm like yes oh, oh my god yeah i got some information so anyways that, so that's been a lot of fun that's you know one of the <laughs> other things i've been doing besides you know um parenting so gotta gotta stay sane somehow <laughs> somehow yes yeah, very so. cool very cool yeah um yeah before we you know before we're the, you know this podcast is gonna be the same you know we're gonna have some updates in the beginning talk about the news um you know, I know you have trips upcoming and, you know, I, I, I want to announce one as well. So, but, you know, I want to hear a little bit, you know, it's always fun, like trip, like trip planning and like talking mm -hmm. about like new things that are happening. So talk about like some of your trips coming up and, and such. Yeah, for sure. So, um, like I was saying, wedding is six months out. So of course, honeymoon is six months and a few days out. Um, so we are doing a two part honeymoon because I am just extra like that. Um, so the week after our wedding, we will be doing um, like just going to Disney, Walt Disney World for five days. We're staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge, um, which is super fun. We've stayed there for one night before, maybe it was two nights before, but never for a long time. So very excited to really spend a full week there and explore the resort. We're only going to be doing two park days, so we'll be a much more laid-back trip than I'm, I've am i ever had probably in my entire life. Um, I keep telling Nick all the things I want to do, and like, okay, this can be day one, this can be day two, this can be day three, and he's like, you need to stop. This is supposed to be relaxing. And I'm mm -hmm. like, what are you talking about? This is relaxing. <laughs> this is great. Um, so our, our focus of the trip is kind of try to do things that we haven't done. We are usually not big table service restaurant dining eaters so much. Um, so trying out a couple different restaurants. Our latest epiphany of what we want to do um, on one of our non-park days is we're finally going to go eat at California Grill, yes. which I know you're so stoked about. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do like a late dinner at California Grill to watch the fireworks. Nice. Um, Love it. So very excited about that because it's not something that we would typically ever do. Um, we're going to try to hit up Space 220. We want to do the behind the scenes tour of living with the land. Um, and yeah, it's going to be the last week of food and wine. So there's plenty of things that we want to do. Um, <laughs> and I'm struggling so hard not to go crazy planning mode because I over plan things and then it, we're supposed to be, we're supposed to be relaxing. We're supposed to be relaxing. Mm -hmm. So hopefully it's a little bit more laid back. Um, but we'll see. But then after that, so like I said, honeymoon part two, um, the main focus of the honeymoon we want to go to hawaii but we don't want to go until the spring um so actually just talked to shannon who we had on a couple episodes ago when we were doing park snacker mm -hmm. um at dole whipper dole whipper um so shannon's gonna help me plan my hawaii honeymoon trip so i just chatted with her earlier this week to try to get some ideas of what we want to do um but the biggest thing that you probably care about is we will be staying at alani for yeah. two nights um so, so super super yeah. pumped i know and it's gonna be how like it's gonna be the last two nights of our trip yes. so it's gonna be the perfect way to just relax and detox a couple more days before going back so perfect lots of fun disney stuff going on we don't have the hawaii part booked yet we're still in the beginning processes of that um because i mean i know nothing about it whatsoever so <laughs> Both have a lot of uh researching to do but thankfully with shannon helping us plan it um so far so good Perfect. Well, discounthawaiicarrental.com will save you lots of money renting a car there in Hawaii. Go. So, yeah, it's, uh, but that's, you know, so exciting. Um, it, you just have some really fun stuff coming out. Hawaii is like, I'm obsessed with Hawaii and I'm, I want to just talk so much more about it right now, but I, I'm not <laughs> like, it, I'm not going to go into it. I just, I love Hawaii. So I'm really jealous okay. that you're going to go. 
Okay. Um, I'll tell you all about it, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you, um, so we had a question come in. So, you know, I always try to do listener questions. And um, this one came up tonight from my friend Lindsay. Cause, so you rented DVC points, correct? Yes, yes, we yeah. did. For our Animal Kingdom Lodge Day, we did rent DVC points. So it'll be the second week, third week of November. Mm-hmm. Um, well, second-ish, third-ish um, week of November. Um, so there's a couple different ways that you can rent DVC points. I know I did it at Well, real quick, family. real quick. Hold on. Oh, let, yeah. me, let me read your question. Oh, have you sorry. ever rented? Have you ever? So this is our friend Lindsay. Have you ever ever rented DVC points? What are the benefits? Are there any cons? So Got it. yeah, talk about uh, your experience of booking those those points and okay. such. That's good perspective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, we had so as a family trip, I we had booked DVC points before, but my dad pretty much managed it the whole time and I always kind of stayed away from booking it myself because I was like well you have no flexibility you can't cancel if anything changes Mm -hmm. um you usually have to pay all of it up front and it's just it's just one extra step versus you know how much really is it going to save you money when you just book it online right um but this time around wanting to stay at the deluxe resort that was the other thing I've never really needed to stay at a deluxe resort we've always just kind of stayed off property or all stars or something like that Mm -hmm. because we're never at the resorts um but this trip we wanted to try it because we definitely wanted to spend more resort time um and stay somewhere nicer um so we did there's a couple different ways that you can book there's like a facebook group that you can get into and like you rent points directly from the sellers um or there's i mean there's a bunch of different companies there's, that are there's so companies. many yeah there's so yeah. many yeah so i couldn't, I I couldn't try- recommend what i have no idea which is better than the other so right and i and it's kind of bad because they all sound the same right so i'm using a company called dvc rentals yeah that doesn't what, really narrow it down yeah that's um, like one of the more popular ones yeah 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 and they've been really great to work with so far so the booking process was super easy you can go on and see what you know i want to go these dates and they say like, okay, great, it's gonna be this many points per night or something like that, and gives you what the cost breakdown is gonna be. Um, and you, I did, I only needed to pay half upfront, which was really nice. Um, so the other half, I think, comes maybe 60 days before the trip. I don't know if that's completely honest, but I'm pr- it was, it's much further down the road, which is nice because a lot of the companies that I've heard of or looked into, you need to pay all of it upfront. Mm. Um, I will say you still can't really change or cancel anything after the first like. I don't know, three, four, seven days or something like that. Um, but it worked out in my case because we're not changing the dates. We're getting married and we're going to Disney. So <laughs> the dates are pretty set in stone. So that was one really big worry that I just didn't have to worry about. Um, but yeah, it was super easy. And then they send you a bunch of email communications. Um, you can put in specific room work requests as well. Um, so we really want to say in the portion of Animal Kingdom Lodge that has you know, more giraffes versus not or whatever, which apparently that exists. Um, so that I, is yeah, like, I would assume so. Cause I, ta- I, I talked about it, um, on, this is 2019. So this is on my first podcast, excess press. I was mm-hmm. disappointed cause I thought I'd see more drafts in my Savannah view. Mm-hmm. They only came around when there was food in a tree and then they left and that was it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's so definitely guess, a thing. <laughs> yeah. So one, I am requesting a special portion of the resort that has the drafts a lot more present. Cause that's, that's my, my, my focus. Um, yeah, they've been great to work with so far. I've had no issues. Um, I mean, pros and cons, you are saving money for sure. I mean, when I go, if you're looking to book directly for, through Disney, I mean, it was an insanely cheaper rate um, for what you're getting, right? Which we are not doing like a two-bedroom, one-bedroom suite or anything like that. We just have like the standard studio um, Savannah room. I think probably have like a preferred room or something like that. Um, And it was just so much cheaper and so much nicer. Um, Mm -hmm. So it was a really seamless process. Highly recommend it. Again, the biggest watch out is that you need your dates to be set in stone. I think that's kind of the biggest thing. And I've noticed on all of the different sites is once it's booked, it's booked. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've seen. Like the biggest con is like, it, it's like non-refundable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like you have to be, yeah, pretty, pretty set. Yeah. And then the, yeah, the payment and, uh, uh, payment due in full. Um, but you know, I think having this, the, the savings for like a, a deluxe mm-hmm. resort just, you know, is worth it. So, yeah. For sure. And I will say you can get even more savings if you go the Facebook group route. There's like a DVC rental Facebook group specifically. See, I wouldn't trust that. I'd be too scared to do that. So I hear you. And that's kind of why I ended up not going that direction. But I'm sure it's like fine. And I'm sure lots of people do it. But man, that's I don't know. That's 
that scares me. I like having like a middleman that feels yes. like I just feel more secure that way. Yeah. Yep. 100% agree with you. I will say something I've noticed because I'm still in their group. So I still see this, the post all the time. I probably mm-hmm. can leave it at this point. <laughs> um, but like you'll get cheaper rates for sure. And especially if it's, um, oh, I can't remember what they're called because I'm not a DVC person. But if it's points that they need to use by a certain time, they'll really start to lower the cost for you, which is really nice. Um, and there's all like to the point where you can almost call them like a verified seller. Um, they'll post their resume of like, this is who I am. I've mm. had this many, you know, confirmed reservations and here's the reviews and whatnot. So I think it's less sketchy than it sounds. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But, you know, something to look around in for sure. And it is a closed private group that you have to be admitted into. And they have a lot of rules. Like in order for me to oh, join yeah, those- the Facebook group, there was like, you need to sign off on blah, 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 and read every single one of these. And I'm like, oh, God, okay. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, if you break this rule, then you are out, no questions asked. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's intense. Yeah. Um, but it was it was cheaper than what I was finding online. Yeah. Sometimes. I, Not I always, honestly, but sometimes. Yeah, I honestly don't think I've ever heard a bad experience renting points. Like, mm-hmm. I've only ever heard good things. I, you know, again, I've never done it, but... Like I've been in this Disney community for five, almost five years now, and like I can't remember like seeing in passing, like you know, an Instagram or whatever it was of somebody like, oh man, I just got screwed over from renting DVC points. Like literally, it's never happened. So yeah, agreed. Um, Same. Same. So I think it's yeah, it's I think it's a well. well-run machine, well-oiled machine. I was, I'm trying to think. Here I couldn't go. think of the phrase. <laughs> You're going to get a lot of that of Matt forgetting certain phrases. Yep. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, awesome. That's that's good to know. So, yeah, Lindsay, thanks uh, Thanks for that question. Came up perfect timing. So Yeah. Uh, did you say, I forget, did you say Jumbo House or Kadani Village you're staying at? We're staying at Jumbo House. That is the... That's like the main lobby one. That's the main like lobby the main with Boma. Okay, yeah. that's right. Okay, it's I stayed Boma. at Kadani so, Village. Yeah. So, and I was asking, I got a lot of good responses. I put it up on Instagram a while back of like, okay, which is which? Which is better for what? So, basically, Kadani Village is going to be your more laid back, DVC room focused, um, yeah. chill mm-hmm. vibe versus Jumbo House, which, you know, has a lot more action going on. There's I mean, like, there's Queen the lounge, watch. Victoria Falls there's the lounge. lounge. Yeah. yeah. There's just a lot more. The pool's, um, the pool's bigger and nicer, but Jumbo mm-hmm. House has a nice pool too. It, it's, it's, it has, it's yeah, better for do, like yeah. kids with bigger slides and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So it, it ended up being what we wanted to do because I like the action and I like having people around yeah. and going to the lounge and that sort of thing. So I feel like if we were at Kadani Village and having a relaxing resort stay, I would just go stir crazy. So at least we can still have a relaxing stay at the lounge at Jumbo House and still see other people and not feel so. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not used to sitting still at Disney, so it's going to be weird. <laughs> <laughs> now I hear you. Yeah. Uh, well, great. Well, I'm excited to hear more about those trips as they, you know, come along. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you know, it's funny, like, you know, I, so we, we plan, we're planning a trip, you know, we were trying to decide when we wanted to go. It was either between, it was going to be next year, 2024, it was either going to be September, 2024 or March, 2024. Mm -hmm. Um, and we ultimately decided that first week of March, um, mostly because Cora is still going to be free. She'll be under Mm -hmm. three. So, you know, we get to go one more time free with her. Uh, the weather is just going to be nicer. Um, and the, you know, Maeve probably won't be walking at that point. And, you know, we thought it'd be more fun if she was walking, but then we are like, you know what? Maybe it'll be good to have just only one toddler walking. (laughs) Um, so yeah, we decided, okay, let's, let's do March. You know, I've always talked about that first week of March. So we're going, you know, from March 2nd to the 9th, uh, Saturday to Saturday, we're going to go then, um, we're planning to book uh, using my father-in-law's DVC points again. Always got to thank him. Uh, mm-hmm. We're planning to do Boulder Ridge, which I, you know, was so excited to talk about, you know, a few, you know, before we left on hiatus. Um, you know, we chose Boulder Ridge because, you know, like you, this is actually going to be a way more relaxed vacation because, mm-hmm. you know, my last trip report, I talked about how, you know, I just don't think Hollywood Studios or Epcot is like really great for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I've come to a point where like, you know, I find like being at the resort, like more desirable than like being at the parks. So I think, you know, we're going to keep it more low key and just do again, uh, magic kingdom. I think we're going to do magic kingdom twice. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Animal Kingdom one, so just only three days at the park out of like you know a seven day eight well eight technically eight day trip, um, and you know it'll be lots of pool time, food, uh, you know just hanging out the you know hanging out the resort, and you know we since we were gonna do Magic Kingdom two days we're like okay well let's do something that's just in the Magic Kingdom area just so it's it's easier, you know we stayed at the Grand Floridian last time so we didn't want to do that. You know, we weren't really vibing on Bay Lake Tower. Um, Polynesian, we just, like, aren't really big fans of. So we're like, well, it only leaves Wilderness Lodge. <laughs> so, um, we, yeah, we decided to, to do that. Um, oh, so, yeah, very, very pumped for that. We were debating whether to do Beach Club, but mm-hmm. we almost did. But we were like, you know what, let's just save that for, like, when the kids are older to appreciate storm along bay more yes um exactly yeah so i think you know because then at that point we're gonna be going to hollywood studios and epcot and such so we're like okay let's just do that so ultimately we decided to do boulder ridge um plus i just think boulder ridge has like much better and bigger rooms in copper creek um Mm -hmm. the one thing i don't like about copper creek rooms i don't know if anyone notices this, but like it has an alley kitchen and like an alleyway kitchen I think that's the term, like alley kitchen. So like, mm-hmm. the kitchen's like part of the hallway, and I don't know. I'm just, I, I just kind of like having a kip- kitchen separate, like n- out of the way. But, uh, yeah. anyways, so you know, that's you know, we don't have anything booked just yet. Looking at flights, uh, man, it's expensive, uh, and we hopefully flights will go down. But um, <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah, that's what we got going on with the trip. So. Very fun. Well, yeah. I'm excited to hear more about that. That's going to be great. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Super stoked. Um, I need it. You know, I think like there's been a lot of stress in this household, especially for me, <laughs> um, you know, over the past, you know, six, seven months. And I feel like mentally you just need something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I had my a talk to my like my wife about this and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? I think we should just put, you know, get a date, put something out there. Because I need to look forward to, to yep. that. So, Absolutely. Yep. So that's that. Um, wow. We are like 20 minutes, 20, 21 minutes <laughs> into the show. Let's get to some of the news. Um, okay. Now, th- what we're going to be talking about is stuff that's already been talked about for the past few weeks. But, like, this is too big for us not to talk about it. So, you know, I was looking at the news that's been happening this week, and besides Galactic Star Cruiser closing, which we will talk about at the end, um, you know, nothing else has really been, you know, too big has been going on. Um, But, all right, let's get into the news. Now, uh, I think it was, like, uh, beginning of May, so, like, maybe, like, two, three weeks ago, Disney put out this, like, uh, blog post just stating five separate things that are going to be changing uh, for upcoming trips at Walt Disney World. And three of them were like super heavy hitters. We're like, whoa, this is mm-hmm. like, these are big ticket items. So I'm just going to go in order of how Disney uh, presented them. So the first one is they are removing theme park reservation requirements for date based tickets. So starting with park visits on January 9th, 2024, theme park reservations will no longer be required for date-based tickets. For other admission types, including non-dated tickets, theme park reservations may may, may be required to help us continue uh, managing attendance and delivering a great customer experience. Um, so that's pretty much like people who are, you know, coming down for like a week with, you know, like a ticket package because all ticket packages are date-based tickets, you know, so like for, you know, when I heard this, I was super stoked because, you know, now, you know, if you want to change our park days, you know, we can, we're not like settled, you know, settle down to like one, one park day. Um, so that's good. So yeah, I was, I was stoked that, you know, so many people, you know, Disney, a lot, this was pretty much Disney, like, like saying like, okay, we listen to you, to everyone. Uh, we hear you. Let's, you know, let's get rid of this. You know, mm-hmm. Bob Chapek was like, I think even in the, the earnings call before he was fired, he still talked about park reservation tickets and how, or t- park reservations and how it's like, they're not going away. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause he was, he was a big proponent of this. And I think Bob Iger was like, listen, people don't like it. Let's get rid of it. 
So uh, finally, yeah, finally it's gone for the date-based tickets and hopefully soon for everyone. You know, I know annual pass holders will still have to um, uh, do that as, you know, they'll still have to make park reservation, uh, park reservations. So anyways, Katie, thoughts on this? Yeah, I think it's great. I'm very shocked by this because, yeah, everything we've heard up until this point was like, we love the Park Pass Reservation System. Um, but it, to me, it never really made sense because when you're buying a ticket, you you right then and there, especially if it's like a one-day ticket, and you're saying, I'm buying a one-day ticket to Magic Kingdom. And then I also have to go make a Park Pass for Magic Kingdom. Like, you literally know where. Like, So those kind of situations kind of just annoyed me. Um so I'm glad that that's going away. Um, and annual pass holders, though, they do still get to go into the parks after two. So I just want to make sure that it's clear. Because what you said, like, annual passes still have to make their park pass reservation. That is if they want to go before two. Or Correct. what was it? The Magic Kingdom um, on Saturdays and Sundays, right? Yeah. So that is still the same. Um, but I just wanted to clarify that little point just to make sure everyone's yeah. on the same page. Yeah. Um, that was that yeah, was the no. next point in the notes, Katie. If you if you read ahead, I don't know if you if you read. <laughs> oh, well, I did. I, listen, I did. Okay, I just wanted to be. We were already talking about it, so I wanted to make no, sure no, it was I'm just, clear. No, no, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Sometimes I do the homework. Okay. Sometimes. <laughs> Not yeah. all the time, but I was pretty pumped to talk about it today. So, um, but anyway, yeah, yeah, no, I'm glad to see this. I'm shocked, but I'm glad to see it. I mean, I don't know. It was just an extra step that I don't think was necessary. And if it was annoying that many people, like, doesn't seem to really be hurting much. Yeah. Well, this was, you know, this was just one more thing to less complicate your trip. Yes. Like, you have so many things to do for going to Disney. It's like, why? Why do this? It's one less mm-hmm. thing you have to tell your customers uh, or ca- tell your guests to do. Um, just you know, one less step. And I'm glad they realize it's not needed because, you know, it wasn't needed before the pandemic. You know. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it'll be fine. Yeah. So, you know, the busy times of the year and things are things are getting back to normal. Like. Yes. 2022 was an anomaly where it was revenge travel, but like this year. Has been on track to be the same exact way as like, tw- you know, 2019, 2018, mm-hmm. 2017. Like the slow, like when it's the slow times, like it's slow. Like mm-hmm. we talked about it be- right before I, I went away on hiatus. That first week of March is always slow. That's my favorite week. It was slow this week. You know, spring break happened and got really, really busy. You know, April was busy. But then it died off. Like mm-hmm. at the end of April, beginning of May. Beginning of May is a great time to go. It's it's super. It's always slow. It was slow this past year, like very slow. Um, and now you know now it's starting to pick back up. I think Florida schools are just getting out, so you know now it's going to be getting a little bit busier. Um, so yeah, I just it's just nice to see that like crowd levels are kind of like going back to normal, like pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, theme park reservation requirements are going away for those date-based tickets. Uh, and then, yeah, as Katie uh, was mentioning before, um, they're introducing good-to-go days for annual pass holders and cast members. In 2024, they plan to offer select days in which the annual pass holders and cast members may visit Walt Disney World theme parks without needing a park reservation. Um, and then once introduced, we will roll out these good-to-go days on an ongoing basis. And then, uh, like Katie just said, uh, you know, already pass holders can visit the parks after 2 p.m. without needing a park reservation, except on Saturdays and Sundays at Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, the great, you know, the great thing is while I was gone, annual pass uh, sales went back, you know, yes. came back up. So, yeah, they they are. Uh, are they still available? I was. Just, I don't think let's they stopped. Look that up. Yeah. I. It was. I know we talked about it too because they were still available long after than we thought that they would be. Like they didn't sell out immediately like we expected them to. And yes. I almost cuz Disney was very much so like this is going to be a limited time offer. You got to get on it right away. And I wonder if either A people just weren't buying them like they thought that they were or if Disney being Disney hyped us up so much and got us into buying it like consumer culture or whatever it is like that you got to have it right away just in case purchases that everyone bought it immediately because they were scared it was going to sell out yeah um, the the Incredit pass which is the 
$1,500 one with tax. Mm -hmm. Like, this is the one that has, like, no blockout dates. Like, this is, mm -hmm. like, the Primo one. Uh, that's still available to purchase yeah. if you want it. And that's, yeah, and that's the only one people outside of Florida can purchase. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, still available. Cool. Look at that go. Yeah, so, yeah. Hey, maybe, not too late. Maybe I'll buy in again. Just kidding. Nick would kill me. If <laughs> <laughs> a couple years, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Cool. So, um, so that's happening. The other really big thing, um, you know, I'm going to say the two big things for, uh, for the last. So the next yeah. thing they mentioned was that uh, they're just continuing to provide extra uh, or extended park time to resort hotel guests. Um, and, you know, that is they're, they're doing early morning magic, which is like 30 minutes uh, before mm -hmm. the park opening. They do that across all four theme parks every single day. So if you're a resort guest, you have 30 minutes. Um, and then for the deluxe resort guests on select uh, evenings, they have, uh, or it's like the evenings at select parks. They have those two-hour extra extended evening hours. Um, so that's again for deluxe resort guests and deluxe villas. So maybe that's something you know, Katie, you you can guys can take advantage of if applicable. So <laughs> yes, I wanted to, and then I was looking into it, and I even talked to Shannon about this. So it typically is, I believe, I might have the parks mixed up, but it's Wednesdays and Mondays. So like Wednesdays is late night at Epcot and Wednesdays is late night at Magic Kingdom. I might have this flip flopped. I don't remember. No. But of course, yeah. our park days are Tuesdays and Thursdays. So. <laughs> don't know if we're going to change our plan or if we're just not going to take advantage. Eh. We'll have to we'll have to cross that bridge. Yeah, you'll be fine. Relax on this trip. Have a good time. Go out, go get a good dinner. Um, I don't understand. Relax. Disney? No. You gotta yeah. do things. Gotta go do things. go chill. It'll be fine. Yeah. So. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, that's exciting. I think it's I still kinda think it's silly, like they give us thirty minutes for other resorts, but in the morning, because you really can't do anything in 30 minutes. Um, but uh, it's a nice gesture, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it depends on how, um, you know, how quickly things happen. So, you know, I was, um, one of my favorite vloggers is Kyle Paulo. Um, I watch him pretty, pretty well, probably almost every day, but he actually um, was staying at a resort and he did the early morning magic for Hollywood Studios. And the park itself opened at 8.30, I believe. And, you know, so he could get into the park at, at you know, after 8 o'clock. But, like, they let them in at, like, you know, much earlier than that. And he was in the line for Rise of the Resistance at 7.50. So that's 40 mm. minutes before park opening. So he got Rise of the Resistance done, Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway, Slinky Dog done, Tower of Terror, like all these rides, like in a very short amount of time in the morning. Um, again, it's early, like it's still a bit slower in May, so it's probably a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, if you're a resort guest, don't just just do it. You never you never know oh, yeah. what you know. You never know what you can or can't can't done can't get done. So yeah. Do oh, absolutely. Take advantage of it. I just yeah. wish it was a little bit more than thirty minutes. Like go back to an hour. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> thirty minutes just seems like. Yeah. Well, the good, the okay. good, the good thing is though, when when it was at the, if you remember previously, when it was an hour, mm -hmm. they didn't have it for every park every day. It was like you know, it it alternated. Okay, Magic Kingdom has the morning this day, but at least you know that any park day you mm -hmm. go is 30 minutes yes it would be great to have that like what's an extra 30 minutes like come on <laughs> um but you know still the uh, you know 30 minutes i think for every park every day is is better than just you know alternating between the parks so yeah very true. <coughs> very true i do like it i'm not mad yeah yeah i don't did we i don't know if we even took advantage of it i think I think for Magic Kingdom in September, I think I did. So. Yeah. I think maybe I just have a bad bad taste in my mouth because of it. When we went in February over President's Day weekend and run Disney week, Princess Half Marathon weekend, obviously it was the busiest I've ever seen. Yeah, park. those two weekends are terrible. Don't go yeah, those Yeah, I know. Well aware, well aware. It was the only <laughs> option we had. Shush. Well aware. Um, but that first week it, of March looks real good. I'm going to punch you in the face. Um, <laughs> so good to be back, man. I just love getting harassed on air. Um, but it took us forever to get us into 
the parks for that 30 minutes, right? Because there's mm, such a yeah. big backup trying to get in and all the cast members have to scan your badge. And it's like, okay, <laughs> what, who's part of your family? Okay, this little group of people. You, can, It was just kind of a mess. Um, understand, like, that has a lot to do with it being super busy. But I guess maybe that's just the bad taste in my mouth because that's what I experienced. Um, I will say I think the biggest thing is the parks do let you into the park before, like, well before. Like, Magic Kingdom, you can walk up and down Main Street and in the hub and explore and take pictures yeah. well before posted opening time, which, content creators, is the best time to go to Magic Kingdom and get your pictures, mm-hmm. um, which is exactly what I did my January trip this past trip, uh, or this past winter. Um, so I like just even being able to get into the park is is really nice. So I hope they keep that up as well, which yeah. I imagine they will. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, fun stuff. All right. So to the next two big ones, uh, they are bringing back the Disney dining plans. Mm-hmm. Um, they will be coming back um, for all uh, Disney Resort hotels uh, who uh, for all guests who purchase uh, vacation. Pa- uh, vac- wow, I cannot. I cannot talk. <laughs> I'm going to start this one over. Disney dining plans will be coming back as an option for those staying at Disney Resort hotels who purchase a vacation package uh, with Disney starting with stays on January 9th, 2024. Um, and those bookings actually open next week on May 31st. Uh, the two options will be the Disney quick service dining plan and the Disney dining plan. <coughs> Excuse me. So, you know, we don't have any details on that, but I assume it's just going to be, you know, one that has quick service you know, meals, and then one that has quick service and table service meals. Mm-hmm. Um, no pricing information on it just yet, um, but it's, you know, people are excited. People love the dining plan. Yeah, I definitely feel like I'm the one who is not in the same boat as everyone else. I Like, I am so against the dining plan because it never worked out for me. I understand it works out for some families people like to travel that's fine it never worked out financially for me because it is not a cost savings it's for us right um but i know a lot of people love it i know a lot of people swear by it i get in arguments with one of my coworkers at work all the time because she is a diehard disney fan and she loves the dining plan and is so very excited about this i'm like okay cool like i could care less but i know a lot of people are hyped I'm happy for them just please t- Please really think about the food you're going to be eating and how much you're going to be eating of it and if the pricing really does work out because it doesn't always save you any money. Yeah, um, yeah it's always, it's but always it does a math save game. you. Yeah, it does save you the hassle of like feeling like you have to pay for your meals, right? Because you pay it up front um, versus like, oh, I don't want to spend $50 on a lunch or whatever. But like, oh, but a table service credit? Go for it. Knock your socks off, right? It's just... I it relieves that stress and I do understand the beauty of of that um but yeah just make sure you're really pricing it out to see if it's worth it yeah yeah I have like mixed feelings on it because in a way I think it could work out but in a way I don't think it does like you know I I used it last in 2019 and it was like a group of six of us six adults three couples trying to divide and figure out how many snacks each person has had each day was like a nightmare. Like we literally had to keep track ourselves. It's like, okay, you know, we would text each other in a group chat. Okay. You know, um, our one friend was in, in charge of like keeping tally. So oh, it's gosh. like, so like, okay, I just, you know, I emailed, okay, I just use a snack credit, you know, and then, you know, she kept tally of, you know, what we use. So like, you know, if you're going with a group of friends and using it, that's, you know, that's not fun, but I feel like it's perfect for like, you know, if it was just like my wife and I who our favorite thing when we go to Disney is dining and we usually mm-hmm. we always like we always do at least like one table service a day cuz we love mm-hmm. sitting down at a meal and, you know, getting, you know, whatever we can. We 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 go kind of all out when we go to Disney. And, you know, if it was just us, it'd probably be perfect cuz we snack a lot. Uh we eat out all the time and I think it would be great, but I definitely not going to get it, you know, next year. Um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, because again, my mom, I should say my mom and sister are coming with us again. And, you know, I think it's just going to be too much of a hassle to try and, you know, figure it out. And I don't even know if they would want to do the dining plan, you know, so <coughs> they just, yeah, they don't need it uh, as much as us. But 
you know, what we always, what I think what everyone says is just, you have to do the math if it works mm -hmm. for you. And when the pricing comes out, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. So. Yeah. Cause uh, I think the big thing to note too, is like, it specifically says it's a vacation package, right? So like you have to also be like booking through Disney, obviously using one of like a package room and ticket deal. So you can't typically do it if you're an annual pass holder is my understanding of it. Um, maybe they'll change it this time around. Um, and it has to be for everyone in your party. It has to be the entire length of your stay. Like, there's just not a lot of flexibility with it. And if you're booking it this way, you don't get any other deals that are out there, right? So, like, there might be the springtime savings events or whatever they call it. Like, once a quarter, they usually have, like, a come this week. And right now, they have something for up until, I think, September or something like that. But you can't get those discounted rates and the vacation package, right? Or with the dining plan. I thought you could. I mean, if you're paying full price for the dining package, you can't get a discounted rate? I don't think so, historically, because that was always my problem, too. Like, you can't get any discounted room because you're, the discount, quote, quote, you're getting is by using the, like, you're going to save was just money. When it was, I thought that was just when it was, like, free dining and you just couldn't get a discount with anything else. Because remember they would do mm -hmm. giveaway free dining? Yeah, maybe that is, <clears throat> maybe that is what I'm thinking of. I think that's what you're thinking of. But it's, but it's still, <laughs> that's probably, yes, that is what I'm mostly talking about, but it's still not always I need someone to tell like, us who's right. Is yeah. Kate no, I'm pretty me? sure Matt is right. Matt makes sense. <laughs> Matt's always right. Katie's I'm not, I'm but not always right, but I think that it, that just makes more sense to me. If you were getting free dining, you can't get any other discounts. Other discounts. Yeah. So I don't know. Just watch out what you, what you are buying yourself into and really realistically, how often are you eating meals? Do you really eat at a quick service? and a table service, and a snack every single day of your trip? I do. I know you do, but does everyone? <laughs> I definitely don't. I know you don't. Yeah, that's why you don't buy so. it. <laughs> but yeah, just real, really realistically think. Maybe you know, I'll do the math and like. Honestly, I'm actually thinking for you it would make sense because you have the two girls who you don't have to pay for yet. Cora will be able to eat for free the whole weekend or the whole week that you're there because she'll just eat off of your guys' plates. Yeah, I wonder how that works. That's exactly. Yeah, how does it work so. for kids? Isn't it like a, isn't you, aren't kids like a, yeah, what happens with kids under two? I kind of look at like old dining plan. Uh, <laughs> I, well, do I you mean, remember bef like right before the pandemic, they introduced this like dining plan plus? Do you remember this? I just remember that being a thing, but I don't remember anything about it. Like a brand new dining plan was like introduced like January 2020. Uh, then of course that went away. So yeah, but I'm, no, it, I they were making it too complicated. I'm just glad there's two dining plans and that's yes. it. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, and I imagine Cora would just be free because the dining plan has to be attached to a ticket. <clears throat> and if, well, I guess to a room reservation, right? True. Yeah, I think it's just a parks. room reservation. Yeah. But she technically, I don't know, but she's under three, so yeah, I don't think you would have to pay for her. Yeah. I did not I come know. prepared for a dining talk tonight. I can tell well, you. Well, me neither. <laughs> Clearly, me neither. We're a bit rusty today. Yeah. I'm off my game. Yeah. Yeah. Either. Yeah. Either way, you know, people are excited, um, and I'm, you know, glad. You know, glad it's coming back. It's just giving people options for you know how they want to yes. plan their trips. So. Yes. Uh, cool. So the most talked about one. Uh, which, you know, had everyone going crazy is the Genie Plus one. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm just bringing up something up on my phone. Um, so they are, they Disney said that they are simplifying the Disney, uh, Disney Genie Plus experience. We have heard from guests that they would like ways to plan with Genie Plus service and individual Lightning Lane selections before the day of their park visit. And we want you to know that we are working on ways... Guests may do this for their visits in 2024. So, Katie, thoughts on this? It's almost as if they already have the infrastructure to make this work because that is exactly what FastPass Plus was, <laughs> um, which is cool. I'm super, super psyched about it. Um, I love being able to have like a dedicated plan going into it. It was easy enough to change when I made the fast passes. I, and I changed so many times too. Like I would book my days and then I would be like, oh, wait, I don't want to do Haunted Mansion. I want to do Pirates. And I would flip up and around. It was so easy to do. And it was just, 
it was easy and fun way for me to look forward to the trip and plan the trip and have different things, right? I'm a planner, that's what I like to do. Understand that a lot of people might not have enjoyed that as much. Um, but what I don't like is the complete unknown of being able to do anything ahead of time and just waking up at 7 a.m. and being like, okay, now I'm stressed out, I have to make sure I get something versus with the old system and what it sounds like they could potentially be doing now, you could easily like just get rid of that stress. Like you know for a fact, I have these one, two, three attractions I'm gonna be able to hit up at this time regardless. So I don't have to worry about it. So I love it, good. It, and they literally have the infrastructure for it because it's exactly what Fast Pass was. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's funny, yeah, we don't, we don't know what's gonna happen, but I, I think it's gonna essentially be similar to fast pass just like mm -hmm. a paid version of it yeah which like fine I, totally fine paying with it that was never the problem with the genie plus like i never had a problem paying for genie plus i don't like the very variable pricing but is it really a big deal no but like the planning ahead and even if it's only like seven days before it doesn't have to be your 90 days or 60 days or 30 days or whatever out. i'd like, be okay with se i would be okay with seven days before i'd be okay with that yeah but just do something. I just want to be able to have something. And I wonder if also this has anything to do with like guests not having good experiences getting Genie Pluses during the day, right? Like they say that you should only get an average of two to three. That is shenanigans. I was about to say something that wasn't shenanigans. But that is <laughs> shenanigans. Um, not to be to be only told that you can do two to three on average. That, that's crazy. Um, so this theoretically could give you those two to three and then anything else you get would just be a bonus. Yeah. Yeah, I think what a lot of people, what I, a lot of things I see is like, it's just a lot less stressful. Yeah. <clears throat> and like, who, like, who, I, who wants to get up at seven in the morning to like book a fast pass? Like, yeah. That's and like, just like, know when you can come back and book another one. <clears throat> and be like, okay, if I bake one at seven, then I have to wait an hour. Blah blah blah. Like, can I just have my first three stacked and ready to go so like I can at least wake up before? Yeah. <laughs> I have to start planning. <laughs> Yeah, like, exactly. I want all the planning to be done ahead of time. I don't want to plan anything in the moment. I know, I know. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm the same way. I like the. I like Fast Pass. It's funny if you go back. If you think about it, like Fast Pass Plus back in the day was your park reservation. Yeah. Park Pass reservation. It's yeah. Literally doing the same thing, you know, because mm -hmm. you are essentially telling yourself, okay, I am definitely going to the park these days because. I have fast passes, but you know, you could always you could always change them, just like park pass reservation. You could always change them if you yeah. want. You just have to go in and find the availability. So, yeah. um, uh, yeah, I took it's funny. I took a poll on Instagram, and I want to see like who preferred Genie Plus over uh, fast pass reservation. Yeah. Um, seventy percent of votes went towards fast pass plus. 22% went towards Genie Plus. Um, yeah, a lot of people says, yeah, less stress the day of if I have Genie Plus. Um, I feel like I have more control over my plans with FastPass and that I could check one thing off everyone's lists. Um, this one is, uh, looks like you're in for this. Okay, this person's for Genie Plus. Genie Plus gives everyone the same odds no matter when you're starting your plan, uh, no matter when, no matter when, okay, let me say it again. Genie Plus gives everyone the same odds no matter when you started planning your trip. Mm. Um, so he's got a good point there. Uh, someone named Magically Mootsy says, I like knowing I have something planned. Genie Plus is too chaotic. Uh, I wouldn't believe anything she says. <clears throat> wow. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I'm an anxious person and making me, uh, making me plan on the fly is the best way to increase that. Mm -hmm. So that likes, so that's for fast pass plus, right? Yeah. That would yeah. be fast pass because if you, that gives you the time to really think about what you're doing versus yes. what they're saying is if you have to do it in the moment, it's like, oh my God, but what if I make the wrong decision? Yeah, I yeah, yeah, exactly. 100% agree with yeah. that. So anyways, yeah, we got some good responses there. And we did have a question um, that came in. 
Oh, where is it? It's um, from My Own Glass Slippers. Can you please explain Genie Plus? People ask me, but I don't use it. So. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I'm not going to go deep diving into this, but Genie Plus is uh, a paid fast pass. Pretty much you, you can you can pay for fast passes at, uh, or I should say, lightning lanes at Disney World, you know, where you can, you know, skip the standby line. <clears throat> mm hmm you pay whatever set price they have for that day you can start making fast passes at uh, 7 a.m and then you could book on a two-hour interval you know you could mm -hmm. book another one every two hours so if you want to stack them you can um and that's essentially gd plus right am i missing anything yeah no that pretty much is it it's basically your way to skip the line i mean every amusement park and disney's no exception has their fast pass fast lane lightning lane whatever sort of thing you want to call it this is just disney's version of that um it helps you get into a shorter queue you get a specific return time you can't just show up anytime you have to say what time you want um or in genie plus's case it tells you what time you get to go um and there's sometimes you're able to flex it but typically it's a you get what is given to you um but it's a good i'm not opposed to genie plus and again i love fast pass and pay and the biggest difference i mean the paid aspect of it was never anything that i had an issue with because quite frankly every other theme park in the world pays for a fast pass system so it's still relatively cheap compared to everything else like universal does or any of the other amusement parks yeah perfect um, so, you know, I always, I, I feel like I'm going back and forth of like, which one I like mm -hmm. more. Um, cause I've always, I always liked spontaneity, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and sometimes I was like, yeah, but you know, I, I didn't enjoy booking fast passes ahead of time, but then I got really excited like two days before my trip when I got like a really hard to get fast pass you know i feel like y you could spend all that time on your phone getting the fast passes you want whereas like you're in the parks you know on your phone trying to get fast passes mm -hmm. um or i should say lightning lanes with genie plus like mm -hmm. you spend so much time on your phone and that's why disney is like you know we want you to spend less time planning in the park and more time enjoying your visit with friends and family like disney's literally saying it like we know that this is what the app is doing yeah. to our guests. And we know the guest satisfaction is not great. So let's, you know, help you out with that. And I think that's great. Absolutely. So, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry, talking for so long, Mike, like I've had like I had a minor cough and it like now just talking a long time, man, it is triggering it. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you can't see us, but I'm like muting my mic and I'm letting Katie just take <laughs> it away. Cause I'm, I'm hacking up a storm back here. So. Yeah. If it seems like I'm rambling sometime, it's because I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's, she's covering my, my butt. So. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap up. We have one more topic, right? One more topic and one more question uh, that we can get through. So the, the big topic that happened this past week uh, the Galactic Star Cruiser closing, like it was bef right before our hiatus. Like we, I, I, I mentioned um, that Disney was doing discounts. They were also um, removing dates for Galactic mm -hmm. Star Cruiser, and like we were even speculating, like, hey, what could you know? What would we want to happen? You know, with Galactic Star Cruiser. Um, so you know. Josh Tomorrow said this the other day, uh, it, it, it quote, it didn't perform exactly the way we wanted it to perform, despite the fact it was never, it was a never before seen experience and raised the bar. We thought it was time to sunset this in September. Um, you know, one of the other things I saw was that Disney wants to now cater just um, toward, uh, more towards larger, like, larger groups of like their fan base not toward like really niche like niche audiences um you know i've been listening to a lot of other people talk about this past couple days that have been on the trips you know the only people that are upset about this are people who have actually gone on this thing mm -hmm. um but i've i've always heard very very positive things about the star cruiser and how you know how fun it was um 
But what I started hearing and reading that, you know, last year it was great because these, the, the cruiser, the Star Cruiser is always packed. Like they want, it was built to like have these things like fully booked out, um, especially during these like kind of play tests that are happening within, you know, within the experience. And, you know, over time, less people were going to these cruises and you know, it just wasn't filling out the uh, the Galactic Star Cruiser, and the the games, I guess, just like weren't you know as fun with like lesser you know lesser people. Um, so, but anyways, you know, that's just one of the things I you know I heard. But it's it was a big experiment, and I think Disney probably learned a lot from this. Mm-hmm. I like I think the concept is still really cool. I would if it was open in like five years, I probably would have done it with you know my daughters or something like that. Because I really did want to do it. Um, mm-hmm. But what's going to happen with it now? You know, I at first I thought it would, you know, may, they would be cool if they opened it up for just as a regular hotel. But I don't think they can. Like, mm-hmm. this was such a specialized experience. It has, like, one restaurant. Uh, there are no windows at all in this place. Mm-hmm. There's no pool. Um, there's no amenities. It's very, the rooms are super tiny. There's only a hundred rooms. Uh, it's they would really have to invest more money into making this like, you know, an actual hotel. Uh, I just I don't you know a lot of I know I even mentioned this when it first started closing, but then after listening to all these other people, I'm like, oh no, this is I don't think it would be a good idea. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, anyways, Katie, I've rambled on a bit there, so I'll let you <laughs> talk about this. You know. Yeah, I'm not shocked. I am sad. I, I mean, it is a really a, a really cool concept, and they did a really great job with it. I mean, my problem with it from the beginning is that they just priced out over 50%, probably 75% of the people of their attendees, right? Like a normal person, and even maybe even a little bit higher. I than would a say person. probably like 90% of people. You think like even that high? I mean, I think. Like, this is a very expensive yeah. experience. And it's only been a year and a half. And think about, like, you know, yeah. it has been open that long. You know, I can't imagine. Like, there's so many people that go to Disney each year that yeah. spend, like, life savings on a trip to mm-hmm. uh, staying at, like, all-star sports. You know, mm-hmm. it's always tough for yeah. people. Like, I don't know. So, yeah, definitely they priced, I mean, they just priced so much out. I understand that they had to, right? It was such an immersive experience. It was so high class. I get it. But by doing all of those extra little bits, they just priced everything out. Now, the option was to take away a lot of the storyline, a lot of the special effects, anything like that. But then I think you lose really what the Star Cruiser was at its core. Um, So as much as it is sad, especially for those who have gone on the cruise and love it so much, um, it's, I think it did what it was meant to do and I I mean I never saw a lasting long term the way it was um so kind of bummed that I don't get to do it but again I never thought I would honestly I maybe would have considered it five ten years down the road when it's lost its hype and probably was a little bit more affordable or I had five years to save up that kind of money for a two-day experience (laughs) yeah (laughs) um so eventually I probably would have wanted to do it um but it was never really on my actual radar um, of getting to do it. Um, but as far as what I think it's going to become of it initially, yeah, I thought it would be awesome to have like a cool star Wars hotel fully open to everyone. But it, I mean, everything you just said, it's just not feasible. Um, they would have to put a lot more into it. And I'm sure this already hit a big, big bummer on their, uh, overall finances. So, yeah. um, I mean, probably I, a lot of it is going to be like tax write-offs. Um, yeah. the last voyage is actually the end of September, right before, uh, right at the end of their fiscal year. Mm-hmm. So, like, the next day, you know, it's the start of their new fiscal year. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. What I do think would be really cool, since it is a smaller space, but still kind of big enough to hold enough people, is to have it as a premier event space, right? Because right now, mm. it, there's not a fairy tale wedding place specific like in hollywood studios right like you don't see studios being the destination for a fairy tale wedding you see animal kingdom or magic kingdom typically um i mean you can do them anywhere really but this would be a really cool fairy tale wedding or premiere event space yeah. if, like a 
because they have their Epcot showcase center, whatever, uh, I'm blanking, Odyssey, not Odyssey, but that big building over between France um, by the International Gateway. So that's like their only event, big event space on property. So this could be a really, really cool um, event space. So maybe, I don't know, they'd have to obviously change a lot of it, I'm sure, inside to have it actually like more open, um, just from what I've seen in the videos. But it could be, it, I think there could be definitely good uses for it. Um, I do think it needs to say somehow Star Wars themed. Like it would be really cool to have it as more dining options or like within the park, open to everyone, or like a tour or a museum almost kind of thing, right? Like it's in, it's in Galaxy's Edge, Open it up and let them. Like, yeah, you still have to take like a bus it. over there, though. It's not like you yeah. can't you can't walk. You have to be bused there. So, because eh, if you that. think about it, if, like the experience was, you get on a transport. Yeah. Uh, that's like a. It's that. supposed to be like a space shuttle bringing you to Batu, but it's you know it's a bus. So. It's a bus, but you okay? But you could still do something cool. Like you could still. I don't know. You could do something incorporate it into the park i mean studios needs a lot well doesn't need a lot more it's doing a good job already but like you could do a lot more with studios so yeah. i don't know we'll see what becomes of it i'm not shocked i am sad and especially for all the cast members who put their life and soul into this um and who are now just without a job that is that is really yeah sad. yeah yeah hopefully they that. just get transitioned elsewhere um hopefully but yeah, so Galactic Star Cruiser is no more. No more. Sad to see it. Um, all right, well, one last question here. Uh, this, So this, you know, we'll end on this listener question. From Mrs. Sharky on Instagram. Ideas for low-key but fun non-park plans before Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party. Um, yeah. I mean, for me, the, the times that... You know, the a couple of times that I've done park, um, or sorry, parties, I've always gone to like to dinner, like sat somewhere, ate a meal, had like a good, you know, full belly, um, that would last me through the night <clears throat> because like, I don't want to, there's so much to do at a, at, at the party. You're going to have so much fun there. Mm -hmm. Get a full belly of food, you know, um, you know, last time I, you know, we uh, we were staying at um, where the heck were we? Oh, we were staying at the B Resort, but we ended up going to Wilderness Lodge, um, ate at Geyser Point, and then took the boat over to you know to Magic Kingdom. So like, go to one of the um, you know either Monorail Resort or one of the Magic Kingdom resorts. Go like get some food and then take like transportation over there. Um, that's what I would suggest to do that, you know, where it's not in the park, just go to a resort and get some food. Um, mm -hmm. that's what I would do. And then, cause you say you want to have fun, but you know, meals are always fun, but you're also gonna have a ton of fun at the party, make use of all like the, the special treats that are out there. Uh, uh, the special par uh, character experiences, the, the overlays for the attractions and so on. So, yeah. Anyways, that's what I suggest. Yep. Love it. Um, I my, The first thing that came to mind for me is have a fun pool day, um, especially if you're staying at one of the resorts like Beach Club or Wilderness Lodge or somewhere that has a really, really cool pool. Just spend the day at the pool. Um, grab some drinks, grab some lunch, eat at the pool, just relax. Um, I love having a pool day because I feel like for someone like me who never builds rest time into their trips, <laughs> having a pool day seems like a luxury. <laughs> um, the other thing I was thinking of is go do mini golf. Mini golf is always really fun. Um, and Disney's mini golf courses are super, super cute. Um, or just a Disney Springs day. Go see a movie at Disney Springs. Um, or just go shopping mm. or walk around and eat some food. Yeah. Um, tons of non-park stuff to do. I think... I think I'm finally starting to see <laughs> the beauty in doing non-park stuff. The past few trips I've gone, um, there's, there's a lot of cool things out there. Go explore different resorts. Do a Skyliner yeah. crawl or tour mm -hmm. or something. It doesn't have to be of drinks either. Like I have friends on Instagram who do Skyliner cupcake crawls, right? Like go get cupcakes at each different resort or go get a snack yeah. at each different resort. Um, so you can do that at the Skyliner resorts. You can do that at the monorail resorts. You can do that... Um, 
at like the the resorts between studios and Epcot, so like Beach Club, Yacht Club, Boardwalk, Swan Dolphin, those ones, um, tour different resorts. I mean, it's cute. I don't know. Sounds like fun. <laughs> well, you have lots of good ideas, and I'm glad you read the question that way. I was thinking like what they could do, like literally right before the party. I wasn't thinking mm. like the entire day. So I'm, Full gl- day. I'm glad Katie like understood the question better than me. <laughs> So. And just different perspectives. I still, I love your idea of yeah. like, make sure you have a full belly. Don't waste your time. Yeah. During a very costly event that only lasts a certain number of hours. Yeah. Also, you're going to be eating tons of candy. So like. Yeah, you just, exactly. You'll be fine. You need dinner before you can have like a good dinner base <laughs> before you stock up on the sugar. Yeah. Look, looking out for you. Follow me for all your dietary help needs. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for the question. We appreciate it. And, you know, always keep them coming to us and hopefully we're of some help. Yes. Um, all right, Katie. Well, we're, we're going to get out of here. It's been just over an hour now. So good first episode back. Um, it's, you know, excited to be back every week. So, Katie, it's been so much fun. Where can we find you? Yay. You guys uh, come hang out with me over on Instagram. I'm at Magically Mootsy. Really haven't been posting a lot, but I'm active on my stories. Um, and I do, I mean, I'm still on Instagram all the time. I just haven't had the content creativity bug in me. Um, so you can always reach out, send me a message. I'd love to chat and say hi. Perfect. And you can find uh, me over at Park Chatter Pod on Instagram. I was really hoping to just get Park Chatter, but that one was taken already. So I'm a little rude, a little upset. Yeah. So Park Chatter Pod on Instagram, and that's pretty much the only social media that I'll be I'll be doing. So um, I'm really not going to bother with anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Focus on yeah. one. I love it. Yeah. Focus on one. Make sure you're subscribing to the podcast. Uh, you could do so on every major podcast platform: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you can find your podcasts. Um, and you know, rate and review us as well. So that'll, you know, that'll be good. But Katie, until next time, um, I'll see you then. All right. Bye. Bye.